0: Sonic 1029 presents Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly.
1: Cue the intro music.
0: Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Temporary podcast theme song. This is temporary. It's not for long. Sonic. Woo! Yeah! <laughs> yeah! yeah. Ep-
1: welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 3, we made it. I didn't think we'd make it this far.
0: No, no, and we're still doing it. Yeah, We haven't been canceled. Not yet. Welcome to Top Ranking Podcast. My name's Garner Andrews. That's Bryce Kelly over there. Bryce, you know what I hold in my hand here? What's that? Well, of course you know what it is. You gave it to me. I just asked you not to open it. Uh, This is the results, or these are the results, of whether you have bed bugs.
1: Yeah, Yeah. I mean, there's a, a lot on the line when it comes to the bed bug situation, so I'm eager to find out, am I positive? Did I test positive?
0: Well, I guess we'll find out a bit later on in the show here. I'll set the envelope aside and we'll tear that open a bit later on. Also on this particular podcast today, three minutes with Rain Maida from Our Lady Peace where you ask him totally unrelated questions, he gets three minutes to answer as many as possible. Yeah. Questions like, where does he keep his wallet and keys when he's on stage?
1: Yeah. Have you ever thought of that? Where does he keep those things?
0: Has he ever forgotten the words to a song when he's on stage? Rain Maida, singer of Our Lady Peace and the mayor... Of Hunk City, you know who got in touch again this year? Probably or this uh, this past week. Probably the most polarizing character in the history of our radio show, Peter. Oh, and he was on what a
1: year or two ago and ruffled some feathers.
0: Well, I think yeah, it's because most of everything he that comes out of his mouth is just drenched in tones of condescension.
1: It really is, yeah. and it was a surprise to hear from him again. And not really all that shocking that uh, the conversation he had didn't win over a lot of people. Sure didn't.
2: Hi, Gun Andrews. Yeah. Hi, this is Peter, or as you mispronounce it, Peter, or Peter. We've spoken before. Oh my God. Hang on,
0: Hang on. Peter?
2: Yes. That's you? That's me. Where the hell have you been? Uh. Good question. I'm actually just back from England, which is the basis of a rant I have.
0: Okay, well I just we quickly need to reset here because you captured the hearts and imagination and uh, rage and ire of the audience a couple of years ago when you called the show and told everyone we were pronouncing your name wrong. It's not Peter, it's Peter.
2: Almost, yes, but nobody says it right or oh, Peter or oh, Peter. It's Peter. And but- Hang on a second. There's an R
0: on the n- end of your name. It's You're not named after the delicious bread that you wrap like lettuce and other exactly. vegetables.
2: So why call me like the bread? It's not pita bread or pita bread. It's as though something slowly diminishes. It peters out. P- it's, a soft, it's a soft pita. And Canadians cannot wrap their tongue around it. Mostly it's a D, like Water. Water. Peter, And in fact, when I'm on the phone, I have to mispronounce my name. Uh, I mean, we won't talk about Toronto and Toronto as we did last time. Uh, but that wasn't the rant I had. Can I go on to my new rant or do you want to go sure, on yeah, to my you, name rant?
0: Hey, Peter, you have the floor. Go for it.
2: Okay. So I'm back from England. And I've come back recently. And I realized that we in Edmonton miss out on something the English do really well, which is sarcasm. And it bugs the heck out of me that Edmontonians don't get sarcasm. If you have a friend and they're dating someone, or you know a young woman and she's dating someone and he's not the greatest, you you would say in England, well, he's really intelligent. Here you can't do that. Here you have to add something at the end. He's really intelligent. Not. Or you have to use some really weird voice. He's really intelligent. And because you can't use sarcasm, we all miss out on the joy and pleasure and nuances. And so I've got an idea. I think that instead of having hump day, we should have sarcasm Wednesday. We should all practice using sarcasm every Wednesday. And then somebody says something to you and you go, what, what? And you go, ah, sarcasm Wednesday. And I think your listeners, the young folks from Sonic, would really benefit from stretching their their vocal and intellectual faculties.
0: So sarcasm Wednesday, can I try?
2: I've really enjoyed your phone call, Peter. Perfect. You're getting the hang of it. And I've always thought of you as a particularly intelligent man. That sounded well, like kind of a
0: backhanded compliment.
2: I, it wasn't actually a compliment. It was sarcasm.
0: Hey, Bryce. Yeah. I'll bet you Peter puts R's on the end of words that end in A that don't require an R. Yeah, I've noticed that sometimes when British people talk. It's <laughs> my a- wife. My wife's name ends in the letter a right and there was a very very british very proper woman she used to work with that would always put an r on the end of her name and essentially my wife's name became colander (laughs) that'd be so weird
1: and like do you correct them because i feel like i feel like they're the ones speaking properly and i'm like are we the weird ones and no no there's no r on there Surprise! So are you saying British people
0: are making you feel bad about yourself? Sometimes they just sound so proper.
3: Boy, that uh, Pete seems like a common, well-adjusted fellow, doesn't
0: he? Peter, you mean Peter? What yeah. he's saying is that you have to. Tra- it's not Peta, like as in extreme Peta or the Peta Pit. He's. I think what he's saying is that we hammer the R to Peter. He's saying that we have to sort of Peter out, as in Peter. You kind of let it. Peter.
2: Uh, a soft star. Yeah. that's
0: uh, yeah. That doesn't sound natural to me. And sure, it probably sounds natural to him over in England, but over here we have a different... That's sort of like telling everybody we all have to have the same accent. There's only one correct accent, and Peter thinks it's his.
3: Well, I mean, everyone thinks that they don't have an accent, but
0: mm-hmm.
3: yeah, I'd rather have
0: just a plethora of accents. I do, I I sort of get his point, though, when it comes to we don't do sarcasm properly. It's like, it's like he said, well, that guy's intelligent. Not. Like, we feel like we have to hammer it home with the not in order to let people know we're being sarcastic. Whereas he's saying, just let it hang. Sometimes it's more effective to just go, that guy's intelligent. Absolutely. Yeah. That one, I, I can get behind. Yeah, I agree with him there. I I do get that, but I will never, I will never understand the putting the R on the end of words that don't have an R, like where where Peter likely says Canada. It's Canada. It's not Canada.
3: Well, you gotta you gotta put the R's somewhere that come from the words that have them,
0: right? Yeah, you have to get rid of those dropped R's somewhere. I mean, you say Pita, you got to do something with that R. Yeah, you just gotta move them around. Basically, what you're saying, then, to the English, the P- people like Peter, the R is kind of the hot dog of the English alphabet. You got to use it up somewhere else. Actually, it's more like the R is the lips or the asshole of the English alphabet.
2: Yeah.
0: You're listening to the Top Ranking Podcast with Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly from Sonic 129. Well, Peter ruffled a lot of feathers on the show this week, but not as many fe- feathers as... Uh, a sandwich guy did. This one
1: actually hurt my heart. Now, normally I'm, you know, stone cold heart. Not much gets me down. But this one stung. I felt for this guy's wife.
0: Well, the the long and the short of this is he sent a text to the show. I don't know what his name is. He probably doesn't want to reveal that anyway. But he said that his wife makes him a lunch every night before she goes to bed. And then when he gets to work in the morning, he throws most of it out. He throws out the sandwich. He throws out the cut up vegetables. And then he goes downstairs where he works and he buys himself a sandwich from the cafeteria every day. Because apparently a cafeteria sandwich is better than the sandwich that's made with love. Now, a sandwich
1: is not a hard thing to mess up. So I'm curious as to what makes this sandwich so foul that he has to throw it out.
0: I don't get it either.
1: But he's kept this secret from her and the logic behind it is he doesn't want to hurt her feelings. She's doing this nice thing and he doesn't want to hurt her feelings by telling her her lunches are bad.
0: But most people... Eh, they say maybe it's time to grow up a little bit. Well, this got us talking about um, the secrets that you keep from your spouse, from your partner. (laughs) Or maybe it's a secret you just keep from your family. Um, This one here, this came in by text. I was quietly withdrawing 50 to 100 bucks a month with every paycheck until I had just over $1,500 to buy a hunting rifle. Wow! Uh, Oh, who hasn't done this? I know my wife did this to me and it stung. It hurt. This one, Garner, I watched an entire season of House of Cards without telling my husband. He was away for work. I couldn't stop. At first, it was like just one episode. Then before you know it, I binged an entire season. I had to pay the price, however, when he got home and I had to watch that entire season all over again and pretend to be shocked and surprised.
1: Wow, that's a tough one. Because not only you're holding in the lie, but then you have to put the acting on top of that to act surprised during the twists.
0: Yeah, acting surprised is it's much harder than you think it is. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. you have
1: to be on top of it. Like if you're not paying attention and something juicy happens, and you just feign interest, you're busted.
0: Garner and Bryce, does this one count? I bought a seven hundred dollar golf club in May. Not set of golf clubs. One club for seven hundred dollars. I'm not bragging because I do feel guilty about it because my girlfriend and I are saving for a house and she never spends any money on herself. The upside, I've probably shaved three or four strokes off my game. Three or four strokes. (laughs) Well, there's a win for everybody
1: right there. That sounds not entirely different from you, uh, not with golf clubs, but with guitars. where Your wife knows that you love guitars and collect them.
0: Yeah, she knows, uh, she knows that I spend money on guitars. I, uh, I wonder if she'd have any idea how much money I have spent on guitars in the past three years or so.
1: I bet you she has no clue because I wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't know how much a guitar costs. Well, the good ones, Bryce, they're expensive. Yeah, I know they're not the cheapest things.
0: Some guys have a classic car that they've rebuilt from the frame up. Some guys have a few guitars. Let's just leave it at that. I
1: don't really have a lot of secrets that I've kept, no, no, but my relationship it's only a little over a year in, like I'm not at a point where I have these huge things that I'm doing on the side that I keep like I'm a pretty open book, yeah, and it's still fresh enough that there's really nothing that has been buried
0: for a long time. Do you want to call this number right here? Sure, yeah, let's do it. Here's a secret.
2: Hello, hey,
0: you how's it going? Good. It's Garner, and Bryce is here, too. I don't imagine you want to give your name, do you?
2: Oh, my name's Cassie. Don't worry, he'll never clue in. It's been two years. <laughs> but
0: <laughs> does he listen to one of the good shows, though? Uh, no, he's in camp right now. Oh, okay, you're fine. You're fine. So, yes, Cassie, are we're, we're talking about what is it that your partner doesn't know about you? What secret are you keeping from your partner? And mm-hmm. you say you lie about working late so yeah. that you can...
2: I can go horseback riding. See, I just tell him I'm working late, and then I take off, go to the barn. And since I work construction, I can wear pretty much the same clothes as a barn. When you say, if I smell bad, if I smell like a horse, he cool. He doesn't well, get it.
0: That was going to be my question: Is that don't you go home smelling like horses? I guess so. It's not a big deal.
2: Yeah, he hasn't clued in yet, it's been two years,
0: so. When I first read your text, though, and it said, uh, I lie about working late, in reality, I'm usually going to the barn to ride my horse. I thought that was a euphemism for something else. Okay. No. <laughs> so does he
1: not I'm actually kn- riding horses. So does he not know you have a horse, or what's Oh, he the, does. What's the no, dilemma But
2: here? if I tell him I'm going to go ride horses, he gets mad. I'm wasting time doing that.
0: Hmm. Okay. Uh, final question here. Are horse people
2: weird? Yes, absolutely, and broke. We're very broke. You're listening to Top Ranking Podcasts. Top Ranking Podcasts. It's on the internet, which I still think is just a fad, where you can learn about pipe bombs as well.
1: So the Emmy Awards went down the other day, and for the most part, it was boring and no one cared. But there was one moment that people are talking about, and lots of people are going the, oh, so romantic, oh. But you have a shockingly different view <laughs> um what was what some say the sweetest moment on TV this year
0: no the the public propose nobody cares that you're getting married and i <laughs> i don't want to sound i don't want to sound like a guy i love romance i might not be the most romantic guy on the planet planet but i love a good romantic story i love a romantic comedy i look forward to going to a romantic comedy with my wife i just don't like to see the, the the thing with the guy on the Emmys the other night, and it's the part that makes me crazy about public proposals, is you're taking an event. You're taking a celebration that was as much as, I mean, these are all millionaires, sure. They're sitting in a crowd sub- celebrating the important work, the brave, heroic work that they do on TV. Mm-hmm. But essentially, he made that evening that was a celebration of that craft all about himself himself. And he stole the spotlight from everybody that night. Yeah. And that's not fair. That's like, that's like going to a wedding and proposing, getting engaged at somebody else's wedding. That's what that is. Yeah, and that makes
1: sense. Like, if you missed it, this guy, he won an Emmy for directing something. The Oscars, I think. So he's walking up on stage giving his acceptance speech. And during that, he thought this is the perfect time to grab his sweetie, pull her on stage, and be like, baby. Let's spend the rest of our lives together. And he proposed on stage. And I get what you're saying, that it did take away. And it was – it did steal the show. It really did. But for me, I just get so nervous with the public proposals for the fear of rejection.
0: But see, that would be even better. Oh, my God. So he had a lot of people talking because he proposed and she said yes. Imagine how many people would have been talking if she just shook her head quietly. No, don't think so, Ted.
1: It would have been unbelievable if she had just spun on her heels and ran up the aisle to the exit and gotten out of there. It would have, You would have had the moon landing, the OJ verdict, and the guy getting rejected on stage at the Emmys as the where-were-you-when-this-happened moments in TV history.
2: This is called a bumper. It separates two segments, so you don't even realize we've moved on to a new topic. Seamless.
0: Garner and Bryce, top-ranking podcast. Bryce, you've called Rain Maida from Our Lady Peace, the mayor of Hunkville? Hunk Hunk City. Hunk City. Yeah, have you seen that guy? It's like he's chiseled out of stone. And he doesn't age. No, he really doesn't. No. So you had him on the phone for a little something we call three minutes with.
1: Yeah, it's nothing like getting an iconic Canadian singer on the phone and really asking him nothing about his craft. What is the last TV series you binge-watched?
3: I just finished Animal Kingdom very uh guilty pleasure be
1: honest is your cell phone screen full of cracks or is yours perfectly maintained Mine's
3: pretty uh it's pretty tight uh, you know i have a, i have that cover whatever um that heavy duty like brick free cover and and uh it's been good for the last year i'm pretty proud of it
1: do you think it's fair when you meet someone and you see their phone is all smashed up to kind of immediately judge them as being maybe probably living a chaotic lifestyle
3: Yeah, I won't talk to those people.
1: You have kids now and they're getting older. When they come home from school and they're doing their homework, is there a a subject that you just simply cannot help them with
3: at all because it's just above your head? Math, man, I don't know. They changed math on me. I thought I knew math growing up in elementary school and high school. I never really took it in college, but, man, that stuff will make you feel small quickly. I'm talking sixth grade math. Well, like put me in my place.
1: This is a question we've always wondered, but where do you keep your wallet and keys when you're on stage? Yeah, my phone
3: is my life. I have one of those, like, um, has, like, a pocket on it, and it's it full. It's like a little briefcase on my phone, mm-hmm. and everything is in there. My health card, my debit card, my credit cards, my license. That thing never leaves, it really never leaves my hand, to be honest. So, it's like, if it's on stage, it's sitting next to, like, basically where my... My, you know, glass of scotches or water or megaphone—it's like right behind me, basically. And I literally never—and it never, never leaves my person.
1: For a guy like you, when you're just driving around town doing your thing, do you ever just get in the mood where you're like, you know what? I'm gonna put in Navid or Clumsy and just listen to one of those albums.
3: And yeah, never, never. I would be. I can't listen to my music, man. I can't do it. I can't. Even when the radio comes on, I'm like, switch. Oh, weird. I would be
1: more concerned that yeah. I would stop at a red light and the person beside me would witness this and it would be game over.
3: Oh, that would be, yeah, I never even thought of that, but like, yeah, I would, I would literally drive off the road if that happened to me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, you as a musician, have you ever been doing a big concert? You're standing there on stage and realize you've totally forgot the lyrics to the song that you're
3: currently singing? <laughs> I Like, man, I can't remember the last time that didn't happen, to be honest. I mean, it's, I, my brain is full. You know, too many, I think, I don't know, once you get, like, five or six albums, um, and you start playing, like, shows that are two hours plus, it's tough, man. It's tough. uh, I can't remember a show went by where I didn't forget, like, at least one lyric, but people dig it, they laugh. You catch eyes with someone, you smile, it's it's a good moment.
1: Is that where you do the move, where you get the crowd
3: to sing it? (laughs) No, I've never got that bad, but... um, I, I kind of, I kind of enjoy it. You know what? It literally is one of those moments that. Oh.
1: oh, oh. That's so close. Ends the rules. It's a
2: podcast with Garner and Bryce. Sonic
3: One Two
0: Ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it. So, Bryce Kelly, last week on Top Ranking Podcast, we revealed that you'd gotten a notice pasted on your um, your condo door that they had to come and inspect for bad bugs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They sent the, they needed to get into my unit at this certain time because they, and I felt pretty good. I, I, I live a pretty clean life. I'm pretty organized. Like I felt pretty confident that I didn't have it. It was interesting when they came in because it was, I didn't realize that they sent dogs to do this.
0: I thought it was a guy with some kind of testing device. But no, it's a dog. No, oh. And it appears that it might just be a part-time job for this guy because <laughs> he, he couldn't get there till like four in the afternoon. He got there, at like it was like 5.30 at night
1: before my door finally got a knock, huh. which was weird. Uh, but he walked in, and it was a little tiny beagle dog.
0: Really? Yeah. That doesn't seem like a bad bug sniffing
1: dog. I, I, I don't know what I was expecting. It wasn't a beagle, but it makes sense, I guess, because they're hound dogs. They smell well. Yeah. Um, so the dog comes in, and it said the worst part of this whole experience was that I could not socialize with the dog. And you love dogs. And I love beagles. That's yeah. your favorite dog? It's, one, it's up there. Yeah. Like they're little, it was just a little guy too. And so I guess how this works is the dog walks in and the guy walks with her and they go around the perimeter of all your walls. And if the dog smells, she can smell live bed bugs. And if she smells something, she just sits down.
0: Okay. Well, don't, don't go any further because I have the results here. You gave them to me in a sealed envelope. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to open this envelope and we are going to reveal – on this podcast right now, whether you have bed bu- bu- bed bugs or not, how, Dude, how are
1: you feeling? I'm nervous, really. I, my palms are sweating. I'm a little clammy. Okay, because you never know. Like, well, here felt we... confident.
0: Are you ready? Sure. Here we go. Oh God! Come on, come on, Bryce Kelly. Yeah, you. Have bed bugs? Oh, <laughs> what?
1: Gross! What? Gross! Let me see this thing. Oh my
0: god! The dog. Wow! Oh! Can, can bed bugs ride with you from your home to the studio? Like, they are can. we gonna have bed bugs in here now too? They actually can't. Okay, this says,
1: I don't act. Okay, I don't. What have bedbugs. The person, my direct next door neighbor. Oh, so they're not in your unit. They're not in my unit, but the dog smelled them through the wall, which oh. means they're close. Oh, well, how are God. you going to sleep tonight now? Oh, so now I'm going to move my bed because uh, I have two bedrooms. So I'm going to yeah. move out of that one bedroom. Um, like, do they come in and light all your stuff on fire? How do they? So they need to come back in a couple of days. They're going to spray. Look at all this. They're going to spray again. And it is the most inconvenient. So I have to basically pack up like I'm moving. Everything has to come out of all the closets, all shelves, all bedding it has to be it has to be put in garbage bags and left on the floor. Ugh! I have to remove everything from every closet, all jackets, hats, shoes, everything. I have to wash everything. I have to buy a bunch of stuff.
0: Is there any shame in? Um... I feel disgusting. I was going to say, is there any shame in revealing on a podcast that all the world can listen to that you have bed bugs? I was so confident that I was clean.
1: I mean, my unit, like I keep looking, I haven't seen anything. I I don't don't have any welts on me, but I was confident that I was fine. I guess I've never met my, I shouldn't have been so confident. I don't know my neighbors. I've never seen them before. Blame your neighbors. It's disgusting. So they have to come and spray. Once they spray, I can't be there for six hours. Where
0: are you going to go? Just a long walk, pop the collar on your coat, go for a long walk and ask yourself some difficult questions. I feel things crawling all over me. I don't know what I'm going to do for
1: six hours. Oh, this is the worst. Why do we do it this way?
2: That was Top Ranking Podcast, starring Garner Andrews and Bryce Kelly. Special thanks to USS for the temporary podcast theme song. Find them online at ussmusic.com.
1: Guests
3: of Top Ranking Podcast stay at my mom's basement because we're in a budget and she gets lonely. Two birds.